Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello, hello, good morning. It's uh, good morning in Los Angeles, my hometown. Uh, if I were there, it would be uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. I'd probably be still in my bathrobe. <laughs> There's a secret I haven't told you. and uh, But I'm not. I am in Greece, and uh, the sun is just moving towards the uh, horizon. The Aegean Sea is on the horizon, and I'm still on the island of Andros, yeah, I've been here for, oh, a little over two weeks now, and it's quite lovely. And I am at the Andros Holiday Hotel. You might hear a little bit of hotel chatter in the background because I'm sitting on this beautiful restaurant balcony with this absolutely breathtaking view uh, of uh, the island Aegean and the sun setting. And uh, I have started talking to the owner of the hotel about possibly having a Living a Course in Miracles retreat here next summer. The warm water and the beautiful air and the wonderful people and the food and everything about this place is so heavenly. It feels very conducive to us having a retreat and joining together. So I'm going to see if I can work that out for us. But today I have a guest for us. I have Nook Sanchez who has uh, just done uh, the Living a Course in Miracles classes, so many people fell in love with her and uh, couldn't wait to hear more. So I've asked Nook to join me on the radio show today. Hey, Nook, are you there? Yes. Hello, Jennifer. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish so I was there with you in Greece. Oh, I know. I know. I wish you were here, too. I wish everybody was here with me uh, it's that evening when uh, you start getting out the ouzo and singing, saying "oopa oopa" and dancing. So, <laughs> but uh, um, more to come. We'll see what happens today. Uh, we're going to have a, an awesome conversation about living a course of miracles. And right now, I'm going to start us off like I always do with a prayer, and I invite everyone to place their hand on their heart. Oh, so let's take. Take a breath of love and gratitude here. So grateful and so thankful to open our hearts and minds to power in the presence of love living through us and as us. Taking that breath of love and gratitude, we're consciously partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self and we're remembering our true nature, our true identity is perfect peace, it is perfect love, it is perfection. We're remembering that we are the living, loving presence of God. We are that. And this is our devotion. This is our dedication. And we are grateful and thankful that we can remember it. Grateful and thankful to say yes to it right now. Oh, taking that breath of love and gratitude, we share the benefits of our walk of love our deepening practice with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it 
is. Amen. Amen, amen. So, Nook, you are uh, you are a long, long time Course in Miracles student. You, you were talking about in our class and living a Course in Miracles that it's been more than twenty years you've been studying the Course. Yes, it's twenty three years. Yeah, twenty three years. Yeah. Twenty three years. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and it's as it is for all of us. It's a journey. It's a journey of awakening. And I, I really appreciated in the Living a Course in Miracles classes that you shared uh, with great transparency, which I think is so healing and so nourishing to, to hear someone share uh, in that uh, really authentic way that uh, you, you studied the Course for many years, even decades, and realized that you weren't fully understanding it you weren't fully maybe fully living it do you think that's true yeah I, I i think what it comes down to jennifer and now after working with thousands of course students um i realized it's, it wasn't just myself and my soul buddy that i was with it, it, you know going through these 20 odd years of studying the course um what i what i realize now is the level of misunderstanding because we're so terrified to actually put the principles into practice on a daily basis, yeah? Um, and, you know, like, so let me just explain this, is that that first 20, well, let's, let's be honest, about probably the first 18 years of studying and living A Course in Miracles, Tomas and I really did attempt, try bend over backwards to live the principles on a daily basis as best we could. However, what I want to say here is that we seem to make every possible mistake there was because we misunderstood so many um, so many teachings in the course. You know, we confused the levels, which is what a lot of students do. And... Um, and, and while at the time it was very painful for us, I can see as we came out of it, as we got clarity from it, we've learned um, so much from making all those mistakes, from physically making those yes. mistakes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, we, you know, I can have such a good laugh about it now. And and the way that I teach is through uh, through example. You know, I love to share examples. This is what I did and this is what went wrong because this is how I misunderstood this, right? And now where I'm at, I realize why I misunderstood it. So perhaps I can be, uh, I can hold the hand of other students who are walking beside me to show them how not to fall into that trap, you know, that, that, the trap that I, that I fell into before. I mean, a big one was with special relationships. Um, the idea of forgiveness. There's another one. Now I understand, uh, and it took 20 years, like I, I, uh, we talked about this before in the class, it took 20 years before mm-hmm. I was able to really understand what Jesus means by forgiveness in the course. And it's not what I thought for the first 20 years. <laughs> there are some major um, principles within forgiveness that I just didn't know about. 
back then. And that's why I kept making the same mistakes over and over again. So I, 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 I have to ask you, I feel compelled to ask you to illuminate this for everyone. And first of all, I, I just have to say that if you decide that you're going to be a spiritual student, if you decide that you're going to be a spiritual teacher and speaking to the audience now, then just know this, humility is an essential tool because without humility, the the gateways of spiritual understanding will not even appear before you, never mind open. They won't even be seen. You won't even know that they're there unless you have humility. So the, the way we develop humility very often is we fall down and then we get back up with love and we say oh instead of being ashamed and humiliated we choose to be loving and kind to ourselves and say oh there's something wonderful for me to learn here so it sounds like you you got the hang of that <laughs> and applied oh. that in your life and developed humility and so then the gateways open for you yeah yeah thanks Jennifer you said that beautifully um, and I think every Every helpful teacher is going to ha- go through that process on some on some level, yeah. And yep. what I, I I really I really got when I kind of draw back and look at the process overall that first twenty years is I see what was actually happening, and, and this will be the same for everybody. It might be different in the form that the content is going to be the same. Is is that you know, I didn't know who I was. I had no clue who I was. And, you know, the, so, you know, I was, all my relationships were relationships with people, yet I, I really didn't know who I was. I was expecting everybody else to, to complete me, you know. I was expecting my mother to learn to love me <laughs> in some form. I did come from an abusive background like many of us have as children and I was always waiting for her to love me and then my partner, my soul buddy at the time, we had a very um, special, conditional love relationship that had to be undone and it was mm. during, it was just during that process and in the beginning because we didn't really understand what the hell was happening, uh, those first two years of undoing were <laughs> were extremely painful, but what 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 was being undone was the old concept of myself, the dishonest part of myself. In other words, the ego image, the mental construct of Nook was being undone, and so what I was seeing in all of this was. I had to see this in order to undo it. All of us have to see it in order to have it undone with the Holy Spirit. We have to see it first. You know, we can't undo what we're not prepared to see. And I did ask, (laughs) I did ask Spirit, listen, what is it I'm not seeing? And it was shown to me just how I had deserted myself. And here Mm. I was thinking and believing that all my life I had been deserted, that I had been abandoned. Right. And yet what Holy Spirit was showing me gently uh, was that, no, Nook, nobody deserted you. Nobody abandoned you. But you have abandoned yourself. You don't even know who you are and you don't even know what you want. 
Yeah. And I was thinking, my God, I mean, <laughs> oh, God, am I the only one in the universe like this? But I've since seen that this is with everybody uh, on yes. a spiritual journey. And it's just, everybody. It's a, yeah. It's just, it's a process of being willing to show up for ourselves, uh, of being willing to drop our self-denial, yeah, and mm-hmm. and and be be willing for Holy Spirit to show us who we really are, and then to show us what we really deserve. Now, this is a big one for me, because hmm, secretly, and this is one of the deep, dark secrets that we all hold, secretly, what I believed I deserved, unfortunately, was punishment. This is the ego thought system. The ego thought system's built on the idea of punishment. You know, it doesn't want us to see it consciously. It wants us to repress it, deny it, so it's projected outwards onto people, onto our body as sickness and uh, pain, you know, onto our area, like finances as scarcity. There's another one. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. I, I had to learn what Jesus is saying in the course, that there is no hierarchy of illusion. In order to begin to understand his number one miracle principle, which is that there is no order of difficulty in miracles. Yeah? Um, and, and so this is kind of the beginning of the process that I went through, which, was, which took a long time because I was so damn confused. And it doesn't have to take anybody else that, that, that long. You know, I feel like the dummy of the universe in one way. Because, because of the process, the lengthy, lengthy process that I went through and not understanding. But now I see it doesn't need to be painful. It just doesn't. And yet it was painful for me. Yeah. Well, you know, and you're, you're making such an important point, too, that uh, you, you can't do anything until you can see what's happening, that you are the one that has uh, left the... You've abandoned God. You've you've walked away. You've turned the other way, and uh, we can't see that until we're willing. And it is critical that we actually choose. Say, oh, I this is what I'm interested in. This is what I deeply desire. Is this connection, this union, this life of love? This is what I'm interested in now. This is what is my life is to be about now we must make that choice and uh, uh, i know it sounds like what what you're saying and i know for me for a long time i was interested in spirituality deeply i mean it was very very focused on it but i wasn't actually going all the way with that choice Mm, mm. no i I agree with you jennifer uh, and that's why it took me so long too um, what I have noticed now, after, especially after going through a, a very uh, intense few years of processing uh, and understanding, uh, learning to understand through practical application, Jesus' six stages of the development of trust in the Manual for Teachers and mm-hmm. what that looks like, yeah? Um, and what I, what I have found, and I know people probably won't want to hear this, but it's true, um, is that we, you know, we can't really, truly embark upon this journey, uh, practically speaking, until such time as we're wholeheartedly ready 
to look at with the Holy Spirit, not with the ego, because there'll be judgment with the ego, but with the Holy Spirit, look at all the areas that we use as blocks, blocks to the awareness of love's presence in our lives every day. In other words, to show up for ourselves every time we feel triggered by somebody or a situation or a worry, a concern, whatever it might be. It might be a sickness, whatever, you know. Uh, we have to show up, and that's what forgiveness is for. In that moment we show up, we actually can participate with the Holy Spirit. We don't do the work. The ego says in the beginning of the spiritual journey that it, it's us that has to do all this work. Well, that's crap. <laughs> we don't do anything, all right? All we do is we, we, we express the willingness, that's all, just a little willingness to show up with the Holy Spirit and say, listen, I'm not feeling good. I'm concerned, I'm worried, I'm in pain, I have this illness, whatever it might be, okay? My partner's just deserted me or cheated on me. It doesn't matter what it is. It's to sit there with spirit and say, look, I don't want to fix this myself because look where that's got me so far in my life. I want you to help me see what has caused this. And the cause is always going to be our perception, our mind. It's the unconscious ego attack. That's what the ego is for, to attack us. I mean, it has one goal um, eventually, and the goal is to kill the body. Death, physical death. Yeah, that sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> and yet we love, I mean, you've got to laugh. It's like Monty Python all over again. But the thing is it that, is. you know, we, yeah, but we've, we've just got to, anyway, um, what I'm, what I'm saying here is we have to look at, be prepared to look at the blocks that come up on a daily basis before it can be revealed, really revealed to us by spirit through inspiration and um, what it is that we really want. What it is we really want. So we have to be brave enough to look at all the blocks that are there first before we give up. You know, before we're able to open our hearts and our minds to listen to that inner desire for what it is we truly, truly want. Yeah. Well, and this is why I am dedicated to sharing, as you are, about a living practice, uh, a living willingness, and uh, dedication and devotion. And actually, this this is our topic this week at Living a Course in Miracles with Nick Davis. He's our teacher this week. Do you know Nick? I, I haven't met Nick yet, I don't think. Oh yeah, he's amazing. And um, uh, the, whole, the whole premise with Living a Course in Miracles and the classes there is that we are living a Course in Miracles. So we're not studying it. We're actually moving out of studying it into fully living it, embodying it, embracing it, so that we become the living teaching because it's the book is already in our heart. It's already there encoded within us. So that's what I say to people a, a lot of time. Put the book down and reveal the book that's already installed within you. And uh, as you're sharing i also say all the time let the holy spirit do the heavy lifting your willingness is all that is required and people ask all the time well i i don't get it what is how does that really work so that's what we'll talk about it's time for us to to take a break here and uh 
So we'll, we'll share about that when we come back. I'm here with author Nook Sanchez. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk on Unity Online Radio. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and my guest this week is author Nook Sanchez. And before we go back to our conversation, Nook, I know people already are wondering if they haven't heard of you before, uh, how do they learn more about you? What is your website? And uh, also, I, I would love if you would tell us a little bit about your two books and um, the the wonderful free stuff you have at your website. Sure. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, now, website, we have a nonprofit, a newly formed nonprofit that's dedicated to sharing the deeper messages the deeper message in A Course in Miracles. And the best way to get to our website is to look up undoingtheego.org, okay, because there are some dashes in the web address. So it's undoingtheego.org. Just look that up on Google and that will take you there. And the two books that Jennifer's referring to are the first, the first one called Take Me to Truth, Undoing the Ego, and that was written in 2005. Uh, that's a wonderful book if you want to learn how to transfer uh, from a special relationship to a holy relationship. There's a huge section uh, about the practical application, what that's going to look like. Uh, my soul buddy, Tomas Vieira, and myself went through that process and as I said before, made every conceivable mistake. Um, but that's why we feel um, that we're qualified to, to, to help with that. And yep. the other section is the six stages of the development of trust, which is very, very important in that book, Take Me to Truth. The new book that I'm uh, presently about, about to be published and released in December is called The End of Death. The End of Death. The Deeper Teachings of Jesus in A Course in Miracles. And um, if you will, the best thing is to actually sign up for the newsletter on our website, and that will let you know when that book will be released. And these are the deeper teachings of Jesus in A Course in Miracles, the ones that I didn't see for the first 20 years. This is uh, deep stuff. This is about um, healing our lives literally healing our lives here and now. Um, yeah, huge, huge, huge. <laughs> I didn't, I just, I, I couldn't see it. Just to give you a little hint, a little tip here, is that um, for the first 20 years, and Jennifer already knows this, but for the first 20 years of studying A Course in Miracles, I basically studied and lived it as if it was but largely metaphor, Yeah. Um, and then I had a huge epiphany and in just at the end of 2010. And in that epiphany, 
I was shown by Jesus um, and the Holy Spirit uh, that the deeper teachings of Jesus in the Course in Miracles are quite literal. And that's kind of changed everything for me. <laughs> and I must say, I'm pretty much living in joy almost all the time now as a consequence. And The End of Death, the new book, is all about that. And it's very practical. It's got lots of exercises and diagrams, etc. in it. Yeah. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for that because people... I find uh, week after week with this radio show and with the Living a Course in Miracles classes is that they want that practical, those tips, those tools. They also really are deeply inspired, as I know I am, you probably are too, when someone can share from their own experience because uh, a lot, I know in, in, uh, in my growing up in spirituality, there, there are, I, I saw a lot of spiritual teachers, speakers, and authors who were essentially, they're putting out this message, and there's no sense that they're struggling with it. There's no sense that they're brought to their knees, you know, banging their head on the floor, uh, you know, feeling like they just want to kill themselves or any of that stuff but when i talk to uh folks like you and david hoffmeister gary renard Rhonda Britton, tammy keeves all the people that have been on this radio show and in the living a course of miracles classes over and over again we all say you know we, we definitely were miserable depressed wanted to kill ourselves <laughs> and we couldn't take it anymore and we we begged to find a better way and it showed up as the truth and for each of us the the clearest path has been uh, the teachings of a course in miracles oh yeah definitely and you know um, this is this is part of what we write about uh, what we wrote about in take me to truth for the six stages of the, of the development of trust the first stage is is the undoing yeah and that's mm-hmm. when we kind of like you've just said, Jennifer, when we hit the wall, you know, that's when yep. we're ready to say, look, listen, I'm, I'm ready to resign as my own boss here, uh, the mm-hmm. ego, and I'm ready to take on Holy Spirit as my guide. And, and that's when everything changes, as you know. It really, really does change. Uh, while I remember it, if I can just mention here, there is a wealth of, of helpful, practical uh, knowledge or information on our website, undoingtheego.org, uh, on my blog. It's called Nook's Blog, and there's about 60 excerpts from this new, new book, The End of Death There. Um, and uh, I, I just hope that people will, will actually go there. There's one particular one that uh, will help greatly in unearthing our our primary block. Now, if we can kind of get to that primary block first, practically speaking, it will save us so much suffering, so much pain, and so much time. And that one is an exercise. It's a very simple exercise, and it's called Are You Fearful of God? That's what it's called, Are You Fearful of God? On my blog, it's an exercise Please do it. It will it will be very revealing, very very revealing. Because ultimately, after all those years of studying the cause and and doing my thing practically, 
um, ultimately the end of that 20-year period, I realized I was terrified of God, even after studying the course for 20 years. I mean, mm-hmm. it just knocked me over how, how fearful I was, uh, I was of God. And we all are. But see, the, the way the ego does it is it keeps it unconscious until such times we're ready to actually exhume it and bring it up to the light to see just how fearful we are. You know, in a nutshell, to the degree that we're trying to seek our pleasure in the world and seek our completion in the world and to the degree that we're still defending ourselves from, uh, you know, from disease, from, you know, from abandonment, from betrayal, from financial scarcity, whatever it might be, uh, to that degree that we're still doing that independently apart from spirit is going to show us the degree of unconscious fear of God's love that we still have, yeah? Mm-hmm. And the two, the two are irreconcilable and mutually exclusive, but the ego doesn't want that to come to our conscious mind. It keeps it separate. While it keeps it separate, then we, you know, then we, we keep um, inviting the experience of suffering in. And, and it looks like random chaos. It does. You know, and and we have no idea. Oh my God, where did this come from? <laughs> How did I attract this? And then we feel guilty, uh, you know, and we feel confused and we feel scared because we don't understand how we've attracted this particular form of suffering, whatever it might be. Yeah, um, and that's how the ego grabs us and pulls us under. And then we think, oh my God, I can't afford to trust in God. I of myself, the ego. I need to control this financial situation or this disease or this pain or this abandonment, whatever it might be, yeah? So it's huge, absolutely huge. It's the biggest, it's the nucleus. It's the nucleus. It's our fear of God. You know, Jesus speaks about it greatly um, in, in A Course in Miracles in many different ways, but particularly in the obstacles to peace, Yeah that last threshold we have to go through is that fear of God. But it's better to, to do it first <laughs> yes. rather than wait till later, you know? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, the development of trust section is one that I say over and over and over again. I, I suggest to people, I, I say, read it every day for a week. Just read it every day for a week. Read it out loud to yourself. Read it a sentence, contemplate it. And before you even open the book to go look for it in the Manual for Teachers, uh, it's page uh, 9, 10 there, chapter 4 in the Manual for Teachers. And uh, before you even go there, invoke your own holiness, the higher Holy Spirit self, and say, help me to understand this with total clarity and uh, to, to read that it is one of the most valuable sections for me too. It just absolutely is so clear. I always tell people when they say, what, where do I start with the course of miracles? I tell them to start with the manual for teachers. Oh yeah. Jennifer, thank you. Not many other teachers recommend that. You're the only other one I've met that, has recommended that, and that's what I believe too. I I like to start there. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, it's simpler. It's more concise. 
it's yeah, it's. It answers I think, a lot of questions, doesn't it? It it does. It really, really does. And I, I think almost anyone who really who is attracted to a course of miracles is a teacher of God, and so on some level it will speak right to that awareness. Hey, let's go back to what we were talking about before the break, which is that cultivating that willingness, and uh, as I say, give the Holy Spirit the heavy lifting. You know that we we don't have to do the hard work; Spirit will do the hard work if we cultivate the willingness. Now. So many people ask me, as I'm sure they ask you, they say, well, I'm willing, so, uh, but where's, why isn't the heavy lifting happening yet? I feel like I've got, you know, a, a mountain on top of me, and I'm crying uncle, and nobody's listening. So, but I'm willing, I'm willing, so what, what, where's the relief? What, what would you say to that person, Nook? You know... Uh, you know, we don't have an hour. I could give an hour's explanation here, but we don't. But just a short explanation is that yeah. obviously if, if we're perceiving the heavy lifting isn't done yet or the Holy Spirit hasn't lifted a finger yet, uh, it means we still haven't really forgiven yet. For me, anyway, that's my experience. And what, what I, the way that I understood forgiveness the last, that first 20 years is different now was was that, you know, there was something out there that needed to be forgiven, right? There was something that needed to be forgiven. And what I realized was that, you know, from my husband, for one, he needed a lot of forgiveness. Yeah, I needed to, <laughs> right? I needed to <laughs> forgive him for a lot. <laughs> he was a pain in the ass at the time, right? Both of us right. were to each other. Um, and so we had, we had lots and lots of issues. But what I kept doing was asking Holy Spirit to help me to forgive him. And it wasn't until much later that I had a big, big breakthrough. And I was waiting for Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting on that relationship. And it mm. wasn't until I had this huge breakthrough where Holy Spirit said to me, wait a minute, look, jot this down. Remember it and do it every moment until such time as you feel it. And it was a short forgiveness prayer. And it stunned me. It nearly knocked me off my chair. <laughs> And this is the prayer. It's one sentence. You've heard it, Jennifer, right? Yep. But it did it. It did it. In, it did it. Did the heavy lifting. And this is Holy Spirit. Help me to forgive myself for using whatever is attacking me. My husband, in my case, Holy Spirit, help me to forgive my. Help me to forgive myself for using my husband to attack me and to separate from your love. It's very, very simple. It wasn't until I really got that prayer where, you know, where I saw, oh, my God, I am using, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm using him to attack me. He doesn't need forgiveness. He did nothing to forgive. It was, right. it was my own unconscious ego that was using him to attack me. And then it took the focus off him. And that is when the heavy lifting was done. And I, I, if, I don't know if we have a moment. Can I just can I share a practical yes. example of what happened? Please. Yes? Okay. Well, we were in dire straits in many different ways, financially and um, my daughter, our daughter, 
was very sick at the time. There's a lot of, in other words, our life was falling apart. And my husband was, was uh, very uh, difficult to get along with, to say it mildly. I wanted to use swear word in there, but I won't. Um, <laughs> uh, right? He, he, was, he was a nightmare. But see, but his side of the story, when he tells it, he says that I was a nightmare at the time. (laughs) (laughs) But I saw that he was a nightmare. At the time, he was not studying A Course in Miracles. He was angry. He was resentful. And it was all projected onto me. That's my recollection of it, right, during that time. Now, one day, it became so unbearable that I felt we would have to separate. And I thought, my God, after 15 years of studying A Course in Miracles, I've learned nothing if I'm about to separate from my husband, right? Nothing. I was so distraught. I fell on my knees one day. I was alone and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed to Holy Spirit, truly surrendered from the depths of my heart and said, Holy Spirit, help me. This is before the prayer, before I got the prayer, you know, um, help me. To forgive him. Help me to forgive him. And I heard a voice. <laughs> and the voice was booming. It was quite stern. And the voice obviously was Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit said to me, Nook, there is no Nick. And I, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, then who am I to forgive? Oh, he's not really there. He is not really there. So what I got in that is I got a huge epiphany from spirit to say, well, there is no husband that I can blame. There's only me. And in that moment, I realized there's only me. And that's quite literal, that I was using him or the ego part was using him to attack myself. And that was when I realized that I had to drop all expectations of him improving and that it was only me and Holy Spirit that would be doing the work, yeah? And uh, he changed. I'll have to tell you, he (laughs) became... I'm not joking. This is in 2004. I know, I know, I know you're not. I'm laughing because I know how it works. Yeah. (laughs) Was he suddenly he, changed his he mind. Just a, an, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's he's just an angel, Jennifer, as you know. <laughs> 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 that's what forgiveness does. People, uh, they, they, they. If you're still struggling with, especially in relationship, it's it's 100 an inside job. You don't have to change anybody; just change your own mind. And miraculously, the people around you will change. And if you don't believe it, then prove it. Prove it if you don't believe it. That's right. That's what Nook is saying. She proved it. She didn't just take somebody's word from it for it. She didn't just read about it in the books and say, oh, I think that's probably true. I believe that. She proved it, and then she knew it. And once she knew it, her whole life changed. Oh, I'm so glad you're on the show with us today, Nook. It's it's time for us to go to a break. So just for those of you who are just turn, tuning in, my guest today is author Nook Sanchez. Go to her website during the commercial break, undoingtheego.org, and 
You're listening to A Course in Miracles. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're living the love. We're walking the talk right here on Unity Online Radio. And we will be right back. Hi, this is Ellen Devonport. The Five Principles was my first book. And here's what I've learned as an author. It's nice to sell a lot of books, but it's truly gratifying to know the book is being read, used, and studied in churches and small groups in the U.S. and beyond. And I get a real kick out of hearing that someone gave The Five Principles to friends who aren't in unity. Because The Five Principles are universal spiritual laws. They operate in everyone's life whether they know it or not. They've been discovered and rediscovered by spiritual masters for thousands of years. God is all there is. We are expressions of God. We create our experience with the power of our thoughts. We align ourselves with the well-being of the universe through prayer and meditation. And we live the truth we know every day in every decision. Just five principles. They cover it all. Buy the book at unity.org. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and my guest today is author Nook Sanchez. And just before we resume, I want to mention something while I'm thinking of it. Living a Course in Miracles, we still have 10 classes left at livingacourseinmiracles.com in this 16-class series. We had an awesome class a couple of weeks ago with Nook, and uh, that's why I'm, I'm having her on the radio show today, is so many people wrote to tell me that they loved everything that she's sharing today, these tools at her website, and they, they were just absolutely uh, expanded, inspired, and motivated by the class she taught at Living a Course in Miracles. This week, we're talking about dedication and devotion to spiritual practice. Nick Davis is our teacher. If you've never heard of him, you will love him. He's hilarious. He's so practical and down-to-earth. I'm very excited to have him in uh, as our teacher in Living a Course in Miracles this week. 
and you can still register for all of the free classes at livingacourseofmiracles.com. So, uh, Nook, we're talking about spiritual practice this week in terms of living a course of miracles. So you gave us a very practical example there with your husband, and instead of divorcing, you decided to open up your mind, and through your willingness, you had a a miraculous healing. And uh, I know you've experienced quite a few miracles as a result of your truly living a course of miracles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jennifer. Um, Now I'm learning, as I might have mentioned before, now I'm I'm actually seeing, it's being revealed to me, the deeper teachings of Jesus in A Course in Miracles. And and this this is kind of transferring from metaphor to literal. Uh, you know, his number one miracle principle um, is there is no order of difficulty in miracles. One miracle is not harder or bigger than any other, okay? And, you know, like I read that for 20 years and I didn't really understand that because I can tell you what, the throes of death are certainly more real um, or were more real uh, in my perception than a simple headache. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. simple headache doesn't strike terror in our hearts, but somebody we love in the throes of death does, right? Yeah. Or, or yes, somebody saying, does. "Oh, sorry, you've got you've you know you've got a diagnosis of stage four cancer just out of the blue." I mean, we're like, "Oh my God, which one would I rather, a headache or stage four cancer?" There's the hierarchy of illusions, and there's the block. There's the block right there, and. Um, you know, I talk about a tool and I talked extensively about that tool, practical tool, with you in the Living the Course in Miracles class with you. Uh, and mm-hmm. that was how to invoke the miracle through accepting atonement. And if anybody's listening here, please do listen to that class and the others. But, I mean, that class really is quite helpful. Uh, we don't have that much time here. But what I would like to say is that um, from a practical point of view, I had a very debilitating physical problem that caused me much physical pain for many, many years, for about, uh-huh. oh God, probably almost 18 years where it was very bad. And it was osteo, severe osteoporosis at a very young age. My mother and my grandmother pretty much um, had early death, very early death from it. And mm. I'm approaching 60 at the moment. So um, my diagnosis 18 or 19 years ago was, look, you know, it's so bad that when you go through menopause, it's just forget about it. You're going to end up like your mother, right, um, who was totally physically incapacitated and in pain. But what I learned through listening to Jesus and the Holy Spirit was in applying the miracle and atonement, the healing of my mind, which is cause, would have to transfer to effect, which is the body. Now, this is something I didn't get those first 20 years. And so, in a nutshell, what happened was that I really decided to do it. I decided to do the atonement, the full atonement, which is on our website as well. Um, you know, on my blog, on our website, it's called mm-hmm. the atonement the atonement process, the full mm-hmm. atonement process. Ah, and in doing so, 
I gave everything to Holy Spirit and just trusted that my perception would be healed, knowing full well that Jesus already healed for all of us in his resurrection 2,000 years ago. You know, he completed the atonement for us. It's just a kind of an echo that we're experiencing now with all the seeming suffering that we're that we see. I believed it, and the outcome of all of that, practicing that, was that I went for a test last year, the usual physical test, and they were astounded that after 18 years of advanced osteoporosis. I do not have osteoporosis any longer. Now, remembering I've just gone through menopause and come out the other end, and this is with dropping many of the magic potions, all the supplements that I had, I was guided to just let them go gently, not with the ego but with the Holy Spirit, just gently over the years, and um, come out the other end with a physical healing. Now, this is something I would have... I would never have allowed him in to my mind during that 20 years because I believe the body was meaningless. And it is meaningless when it's given to the ego. However, what happened, the key here, is that I had given the purpose of my body over to the Holy Spirit entirely. And that's what we're being asked to do. Yes, that's right. And that is the living practice, and it's moment by moment. It's not like you do it on the weekend and then, oh, now what? Right? It, it's right. I tried that. I do that this weekend, and then next week I'm going to go sailing, and it'll be wonderful. So it's 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 a moment by moment practice, and it's a constant recommitment. And we're we're out of time here, Nook, but. Uh, I, I'm sure we'll get more in the Living a Course of Miracles uh, classes this week with Nick Davis because we're talking about this living practice and developing dedication. And Nook, you certainly are a living example of that. I'm so grateful that you've been able to be on the show with me today. I, I definitely love to have you back when your um, new book comes out. And uh, look for Nook Sanchez at Amazon.com. And since I am out of time, I would just like to make, uh, let's see, the announcement that, uh, again, you can still register for all the classes at livingacourseofmiracles.com. We have 10 more free classes for you right there. And my own website, jenniferhadley.com, lots of free resources for you there, as well as the last 102 episodes of this radio show are totally free for you at iTunes. If you search for Jennifer Hadley at iTunes, you will find them there. Uh, Nook, I want to thank you, and I'm going to invite everyone to place your hand on your heart as we pray here to fully accept the atonement for ourselves, to fully take in what Nook has shared with us, and to dedicate ourselves to a living practice of love that willingness to release all judgment, to know the truth that sets us free, and to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you, Nook. Jennifer, thank you. It's been a joy. Thank you, everyone. Love you, everybody. Talk to you next week.